The Word of God is a seed containing the very life of God. It is His agent of transformation. As you receive these words in your heart with faith, that life is released into your spirit, and your life receives a supernatural lifting. Join Apostle Joshua Selman as he brings you God's Word with simplicity and power.
I bring you greetings from Apostle Joshua Selman. He's somewhere on an assignment, but I believe he's here with us in the spirit. How many of you believe? Amen. And whatever God will do tonight cannot be limited. The fountains of the great brook will be broken tonight. And that rivers that is locked up within you will be released. And the rivers will cause so many changes in your life and in your family. We go through many things. What needless pain will bear because we don't pray. Prayer is the tool God has given us to overcome in the earth. But we do everything but praying. The devil even works against us. He knows that the power of a believer lies in his prayer life. If you don't have a prayer life, your Christian life will be epileptic. Yes. What tells us that you have a ministry is when we see that you are first of all committed to the secret place, the place of privacy. That's what tells us that this man has a ministry. Without a strong altar, there is no ministry. If you are sent to a land, the land will swallow you. God help us. Judges chapter 2. The book of Judges. The book of Judges is after Revelations. <laughs> Amen. Judges chapter 2 from verse 1. I'll read for us. And an angel of the Lord came up from Gilgal to Bochim and said, I made you to go up out of Egypt and I've brought you unto the land which I swore unto your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you. Let's stop there. We'll take it one by one. Judges chapter 1, Judges chapter 2 from verse 1 to 5. He said, I make you to go out of Egypt. That is talking about salvation. The salvation of the Israelites the day they came out of Egypt at night was a work that God did independent of the Israelites. The only person that contributed a little was Moses, who was the mediator between Pharaoh, the devil, and the Israelites, the people of God and God himself. So, Moses is an archetype of Christ because in him is the spirit of the Messiah. Jesus came in the scene and he carried the spirit of a Messiah also. So, the work of salvation that God did that day was an irreversible work. The work he has done in us. The Bible says, being born again, not of a corruptible seed, but a seed that is not corruptible. He said, he that is born of the flesh is of the flesh. He that is, he that is born of the spirit is of the spirit. The old man, the old nature was regenerated. Re means again. We were born again. We have our reality in heaven. Now we are on earth, the third dimensional realm. And the Bible called the devil in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4. He called him the God of this world. The day we got born again, God deliberately kept us on the earth. So that we fulfill his ministry. Because the reason for creation in the book of Genesis is dominion. He said replenish the earth and subdue. Subdue. That means 
overshadow. Be in charge. Be in charge. Subdue. So we are on earth. It's like there are two forces working. Within us is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of light. We have received eternal life. The life of God calls away. But without is another life that works against the life that we have received. God expects us to bring heaven that is within us out into the earth. So that the elements and the circumstances that come in opposition of the life we have received will subdue them by drawing out of what we have on the inside. So the Bible, God was telling them here that he led them out of Egypt. Verse 2. He says, And ye shall make no league with the inhabitants of this land. You shall make no league. League means covenant, confederacy. The Bible is not saying we are not going to meet unbelievers in the world. We meet them. They are in our classes. They are in our rooms. When we travel, we sit in the buses with them. But he's saying make no league. League means covenant, agreement. The Bible says what concord as light with darkness. In the book of Corinthians, Jesus said, I have given them the word and the world hates them because they are not of the world. So we are not of this world, but we live in the world. And God expects us to draw from our reality in heaven and live the divine life here on earth. And it's not going to be easy. Because the prince of the power of the air is fighting with God by every possible means. Struggling with God for our worship and our allegiance. So he set the cosmos and the systems of the world to make us bow to him the same way he asked Jesus to bow. God wants our worship. The devil wants it also. So he has set everything, the educational system, the government, politics, everything. He wants them to be aligned according to his own will. He's the devil, the God of the world. But God is the monarch of the universe. He sits there and laughs. Because what he wants to do is completed already. The devil has been judged already. He's empowering us to display the victory of heaven on the earth. And that's why we are here. Verse 2b. He said, you shall throw down their altars. The altar is a place of power. The altar is the, is the place that gives you access. It's an access portal to the realm of the spirit. The altar of the believer is in his heart. Demons Occultic people have altars too. It's through their altars as they service the altar and operate it. They offer up sacrifices. And it's through the altar they make connection with the realm of the spirit. God is saying, I have set you to break down their altars. What is he saying? He's not saying, go and carry wood, carry cutlass. Enter the house of the herbalist and break it down. If you are not strong spiritually, 
man. That man can afflict you with sickness forever. If God says break down their altars, you deal with altars by a higher altar. When you have a vibrant altar, you have a vibrant prayer life. The altar that you service and operate daily, demons cannot operate in your environment. No matter how hostile the environment is, let it be that there are legions of witches and wizards in your street. And there are marine people everywhere around you. If you are in connection, you can access heaven with the altar that is in your heart. You render useless their altars. He said, I said, break their altars. He said, you shall throw down their altars, but you have not obeyed my voice. Why have you done this? God is asking you, how do you break the altar? It's through praying. He said, wherefore I also said, I will not drive them out from before you. But you shall be, they shall be as thorns in your side. And their God shall be a snare to you. Praise the Lord. We are in the world of mixture. Where the hostility of the devil and how the environment has chosen to move, it can be a stumbling block to your faith. That's why I said to myself one day, I said, this generation is the most privileged generation. I said, it's the most fortunate and unfortunate generation. We are so fortunate to have everything that aids us, that can aid us to know God. We also have everything that can take us away from him. It's an unfortunate and fortunate generation. A brother was just innocent, standing on his own, trying to do his registration on the internet. And he went there. As he's trying to click and maneuver his way, something just popped up. And he remained there. <laughs> it became a lifestyle for him. That is the world we live in. The Bible says their God shall be a snare to you. The brother never desired to go watch pornography. Their God will be a snare to you. If that brother is not careful, if he doesn't deal with that thing immediately, it can become a thing of stumbling in his heart where it takes his heart away grossly from God. Everything around is saying, leave God. Believe in yourself. You can rule the world. Bring out deposit from your mind. They are telling us to go away from God and become self-dependent. That is the world. He said, their God will be a snare to you. What is the God of the hidden? The things that they celebrate. In the book of Isaiah chapter 2, he was talking about how the people, they worship the work of their hands. Man created phone. Man created Blackberry. Man created laptop. Man created everything, technology. But man is worshiping those things. They are worshiping the works of their hands. This is their God. The Bible says, and their God will be a snare to you because I asked you to break their altars and you didn't do it. 
How do you break their altars? You can live in a hostile world, in a hostile environment, if you have connection with heaven. Where the activities that surround you don't bother you. Nothing around you moves you. There is a greater life. There is a life that overcomes. The Bible talks about Lot. In the book of Peter, the Bible says, In hearing and seeing, the field, the conversation of the ungodly people, his righteous soul was vexed. Lot was in the land of Sodom. He was a righteous man, him and his children. But the people practiced sodomy. They practiced wardom. They practiced adultery and all manner of sin. The man was looking at them. A point came, his righteous soul was vexed. The Bible says, tear down their altars. He said, you have not heard. He said, their God shall be a snare to you. Television is good. But if you don't control it, television can be your God. It will be a snare. You are supposed to pray. And there comes super story. Or you buy a seasonal film. I love good movies. But don't let it become your God. All things are lawful for us. But we will not be held bound and captive by them. We are to use them. They are not to use us. So the overcoming life, the life that overcomes is the life that prays. Prayer is an ancient lifestyle. People began to pray right from the time of Abraham. The Bible will say in the book of Genesis chapter 13 that Abraham, Abraham raised an altar and there he called the name of the Lord. Genesis 13, 3 to 4. There he called the name of the Lord. That is prayers. Men began to pray. Acts chapter 2 verse 42, the Bible says, And the apostles continued daily in the breaking of bread, in fellowship, in prayers, and in apostles' doctrine. They never left prayers aside. The Bible says, And when Peter had prayed, when they had prayed, the whole place was shaken. And Peter stood up and preached the gospel with boldness. It is good when a man of God lays his hand on you. And they pour one gallon of anointing oil on your head and soak you in the pool of holy water. It's very good, but that will not take you anywhere because it's your pastor's adventure. Your pastor's adventure cannot sustain you in the days ahead of you. You must adventure for yourself. The well is there. The Bible says, with joy shall you draw out of the well of salvation. Why is it called the well of salvation? Salvation means life. So after I have been saved and I keep going to the well to draw, I draw life. In him was life and the life was the light of men. The dark places in your life and in your family, the light of Christ will come and illuminate because you are always going to that well to draw. His righteous soul was vexed because of the filthy conversation. If we are going to succeed and do mighty things in life, life is spiritual. We must master praying. Prayer is not what we're just going to do for 21 days and forget about it. We must like it. If you are a pastor, the best thing to train your members, the best way to train your members is to train them to pray. Give them the word. Teach them principles. You have helped them to some extent. But if you want to help them 
to a very large extent, train them to pray because in prayers they meet God directly. Yes, rise on your feet. I want us to pray tonight. There are things in your life. There are things that have held you bound in your life. Some of them are called family limitations. We are going to pray tonight. We are going to pray. Go ahead and thank God. Go ahead and thank him. Break down their altars. A man that prays can survive in any environment. If they take you to where prostitutes are, as a man, you survive. Because you pray. Their works cannot affect you. You won't be afraid to go to the village. <laughs> because you are a principality and you operate in the heavens. Kabado Shikala Katapaha. Rindo Kotobo Shakadaha. Go ahead and pray. Haha. Makabo Shikodobo. Rimbolo Kotobodobo. Seketatashikadebohoya. Bakatatatatatatatatata. Ratatatatatatabo Shikadabaha. Rendelebodobobobo. Seketaberebodo Shakata. Randa Shakatabos. Go ahead and pray. Let the fountain of the great brook be broken. Let the fountain of the great brook be broken. Riva lakata bradahaya. Riva kata bradahaya. Rakata brashata bokotoya. Eh kabado shikelebo. Rindolo bobobobo. Santo topoto tatata. Riva lakata tatata. Rapanda patakamba. Rakapala namana.
I wonder why the Son of God had to go that length that he prayed sweat from his body. I thought he had all the power and authority. He can tell the demons go and they go. But he had to travel. He had to push. He had to pray until something happened. I want you to begin to address certain issues in your life. Issues that have distressed you. Go ahead and address them. Ilaka <laughs> Bando kopele la matea Ila gabala gabala bolia Ila gabala gabala bababasa Ora bababala katola Jamila namala badabadada Jamila dabala bababababa Arababa gabaya gabo Ya gabaga bagada Ya gabaga bagaba Ya gabaga Alambalataya 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 Ikapalaba 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 
Go ahead and pray. Bravo. Bravo. Jesus. He's oppressing people with sickness. He's oppressing with people 
with stagnancy, with oppressing people, with late marriage. Go ahead and pray.
vai por nós. supplication thank you Jesus for as often as we do this we proclaim the victory of Christ and we subdue our environment no matter how hostile they are in the name of Jesus thanks be to God because he has given us the power to triumph he has given us the power to live in this world as overcomers and victors we give you praise, the Lord. May this fresh oil and the breaking of the fountains of the great brook, may it remain with us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. You have anointed us and you've made us intercessors. You have made us world changers. With prayers, we change everything around us. Even in our families, we will stop the hand of the devil. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Give your neighbor a high five. And say. Yes. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus. Thanks for coming. And thanks for your endurance. God has blessed us tonight. This is what he wants us to be doing. It will not be what we do whenever we gather. I pray that this spirit will follow us. In three, four, five years time, I may not be seeing many of you again till Jesus comes. That's the fact. But I want you here that wherever you are, you are doing great things. You will not just be a housewife. You will not just be a civil servant. You will be a housewife with a difference. A housewife that changes things in the state and in the country from her kitchen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. We want to quickly welcome those that are worshiping with us for the first time. If you are outside at the overflow or inside, please quickly run to the front run to the front. We want to celebrate you. If you are worshipping with us for the first time, today is your first time at Koinonia. We believe you have been blessed by this message. For additional information, call 081-3832-5463 or 080-3350-8935. 
or 080-3400-3936. You can visit us on Facebook on www.facebook.com slash Koinonia Eternity Network International or follow us on Twitter www.twitter.com slash Koinonia underscore ENI. You can download our messages on www.foreshared.com Eternity Network International Replicating the fullness of God's life on earth